A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Is It Normal, the pregnancy podcast, the special episode about exercise. Some people will fancy doing it, some people absolutely not fancy it. Some people will be sad that their exercise regime has changed or had to be adapted. We are going to chat to somebody who's really inspired me um, during this pregnancy. I'm lucky enough to have a Peloton bike and I've been doing classes with uh, well, she's an ultra marathon runner and also a Peloton instructor. And she was also pregnant when she was doing these rides, which I found incredibly inspiring because I've kind of always held off sweating too much when I was um, pregnant. And I felt like on this pregnancy, I've pushed myself way more than I have on previous pregnancies. And that's very much down to this woman. Now, this won't suit all of you, but there are hopefully lots of recommendations that she is going to give us that hopefully can help you in whichever direction you want to take your exercise during this pregnancy. Her name is Robin Amelia Arzon and she is an American ultramarathon runner and author of the book Shut Up and Run. She's also the Vice President of Fitness Programming and an instructor at Peloton. Now, if people don't know what Peloton is, it's a stationary bike that you kind of have a screen in front of you and you have instructors and you can do different classes, whether that's like a 15 minute class, or you can do like artist classes where you just listen to really good music of one artist that you like. You can just be on the bike and ride. You don't even have to listen to these instructors. But this particular instructor, Robin, I found incredibly helpful. I think it was that visual element of seeing that this goddess riding on a bike, chatting, smiling with this big bump and showing you that you can kind of push yourself a little bit more maybe than you thought you could. Robin Arzon coming up on Is It Normal? Hello. Hi. So, Robin, this is a massive deal for me because I have been following you whilst being pregnant. Firstly, congratulations. How are you feeling? Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm obsessed with my baby girl. (laughs) So we're speaking to you about exercise in pregnancy, during pregnancy and postpartum. But yeah, you've just had your baby. Well, not just had, maybe what, three months? For uh, five months. Oh, wow. Jeez. Okay. So I must have been doing uh, classes of yours where uh, you were maybe had already delivered and you were... Anyway, basically, what I want to say is... Thank you, because you changed my whole outlook on working out during pregnancy. Oh, wow. I managed to get to 37 weeks on the Peloton, 
And then I started a house renovation. So the bike had to go to my mother's, which really irritated me because I really, I was getting so addicted to that streak. (laughs) So you had been with me like every step of the way during my pregnancy. And I feel like you, you, yeah, you're still there with me. Um, But I have to say it was kind of the first time that I had experienced high intensity, but also like a real getting a sweat on during, and that being encouraged during pregnancy. And that was something to not be feared which really changed my mindset. I'm on my third baby, but I'd never worked myself as hard as in your lessons. And that was really, initially I was like, oh, and then you could see you doing it visibly with your bump there. Um, did Was that quite important for you to represent like it with Peloton, but also, you know, as a mother that was, you know, a pregnant woman who, you are an athlete, you're an ultra marathon runner, but you know, did, did that feel important to kind of show to the world on your platform that how important exercise is and how much you can push yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I mean, thankfully I felt great during my pregnancy and it was something that I was able to do. I really didn't know, right? It was an unknown. Every pregnancy is different. So I yeah. was going to go along for the ride, but because I had my prenatal certification before I was pregnant, I understood kind of what I could do if my body was Mm. willing, right? (laughs) And so that was really important to show an example of a fit, not only a fit pregnancy, but also the way an athlete can kind of navigate it and how to Mm. model that perhaps for folks who don't have as much experience, you know, in fitness and wellness. Well, yeah. So let's talk about those other pregnant people that maybe aren't as fit when they find out they're pregnant. You know, we're told that we should take it easy for the first three months. But how can you encourage or suggest people that do want to keep fit and don't just want to sit on the sofa and eat chips and chocolate? Is it possible to kind of start a training regime if you haven't had one before? Because it's always kind of been told that you should only do as much as you are used to. But do you do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, that you don't want to try. I would say you know, if you've never been a runner, you don't want to start training for a marathon and, you know, in your third trimester. Right. So, but the the wisdom is that your body really does, does remember. So if you have been doing things, um, unless it's a contact sport and involves lots of crunches or planks, you can generally continue doing that. I would say for folks who are kind of, you know, get in the scenario of someone gets pregnant, never worked out a day in her life. And it's now like, oh my gosh, what do I do? it's all about the rate of perceived exertion. So we no longer use the 140 heart rate metric as, as something that is a marker of whether or not, you know, a workout is good or bad for you during pregnancy. That's antiquated advice in the medical literature. So we use the rate of perceived exertion now. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being an all out max sprint, you can barely breathe. One being, you know, sitting on, sitting on the couch, eating chips. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, generally a pregnant woman who has no complications and, and has the agreement with her medical team can work up to an eight, a seven, eight exertion. That's breathy. I mean, you know, that's a challenging workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the key is that you always want to feel in, you want to feel in control of the workout. The workout isn't taking control over you. That doesn't mean you can't work hard though, right? So I, re- I would recommend, I am a big fan of interval training because you can take as long of a recovery as you need and you can take short bits of, I, I call them bite-sized nibbles of hustle. <laughs> yeah. 
So whether it's, you know, going for a walk and then picking up the pace for a minute and then take slowing it down for a minute or whether it's on the Peloton bike, you know, going for a minute, slowing it down for, you know, a minute or two. And those that kind of interval training not only gets our cardiovascular system primed and ready, it also prepares us for labor, which is really interval training in and of itself, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, how much did you feel like you you benefited from well, your fitness levels, but also that lev- that kind of training with your contraction surges, whatever we're going to call it, you know, that, that those sensations that can be pretty intense. Yeah. Um, did you almost feel like you were on the, the hardest Peloton ride of your life <laughs> It's whilst it's, in labor? I think pregnancy and childbirth is the most deeply physical athletic event that one could go through. Um, no matter what kind of childbirth one ends up having, it's a mental game, right? Even if, mm. even if you're going into, you know, more of a surgical environment, it's a mental game. And I think the mental gymnastics of an athlete, not, not just the pain and the discomfort, but I think it's more the mental game that I went into this unknown with a knowledge of my own strength, but also a willingness to kind of surrender. Cause what I learned as an mm. old marathoner is there are just some races that you just surrender to this discomfort and that I was able to lean on. And I definitely tried to hone in on that while I was pregnant by doing visualization exercises, journaling exercises, and in my workouts, practicing the mantras that I ended up relying on when it was go time. (laughs) So what kind of training did you do when you were pregnant? I mean, obviously you were, you were running, um, lessons on Peloton um, that you were doing strength stuff and then also um, rides, bikes. But was there any other training that you did at that, in that time that um, you found beneficial? Yeah, I actually, you know, th- this is all consistent with stuff I was doing pre-pregnancy, so I didn't take on anything new. But I actually was able to maintain a very, very high level of not only cardiovascular fitness in running and cycling, but also with strength. I did heavy barbell work. I mean, very heavy barbell work, um, deadlifts, squats, overhead push press, strict press. I mean, you name it. I was, I was pretty much doing it until my ninth month of pregnancy. And um, that surprised me. I really, I was just going in thinking if I can do anything, I'll be happy. And it turned out that I felt really good. And my, my body was, I think, preparing for, <laughs> you know, this next chapter. And um you know, I, I hit deadlift PRs while I was pregnant and that was super unexpected. So, um, yeah, that was, wow. And and it's not obviously not something that you plan. I wouldn't have, you know, I gave myself so much grace. You know, there were days where I was like, Oh, you know, I'm just, I don't feel like doing it. And I would, you know, throttle it down a little bit, but the days I felt great, especially in my second trimester and early third trimester, I went for it. And how do you feel like your recovery has been postpartum? You know, it was, I was completely like no agenda. I mean, I, I took the fourth trimester really seriously. So did my husband. So did my mom. You know, I had help, thankfully, uh, you know, my family and the, we took, I mean, we, those, those three months were very, very sacred in our house. We like, I mean, even without COVID, we created a cocoon, you know, and it was very special, but for my, for myself, it was those first few weeks, I would say it probably took a solid two weeks where I started before I started to really feel more like myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started slowly with low impact rides, um, diaphragmatic breathing, 
pelvic floor work. Every, every mother should be doing pelvic floor work, even if you didn't have a vaginal delivery, um, simply because of the weight of the belly, you know, so we have to kind of re repattern that entire network of, uh, nerves in our belly and our pelvic floor. And the, um, the, the journey was, you know, so, sometimes starting over simply feels like starting over and you just have to mm. honor where you are and just say, I'm going to take the next step. And my mantra during that postpartum period was consistency. Like just stay consistent. If today you're only walking on the tread for 10 minutes, that's 10 minutes more than you did yesterday. And I had to completely, and I ignored the numbers. I mean, I would like put a towel over any of the numbers on the bike or on the tread. And I just simply like truly wanted to honor consistent movement. And it's, and then I did a lot of breath work. I would be breastfeeding and just kind of doing diaphragmatic breathing, which is really like a 3D um, dimensional breathing where you're using your diaphragm and your pelvic floor to kind of imagine that um, if you inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth, like you're blowing out birthday candles that creates uh, an engagement from our deep core. And our deep core is actually what we need to heal primarily way before you know, we're back into crunches or any kind of fancy core work. So, and I truly focused on that for like a good month. And I felt, I felt pretty good after, after a few weeks. Um, and I was, you know, back to my pretty normal training by the time I had my check-in with my doctor. And of course, I know that I cheated. She was like, what are you doing on the bike two weeks after? But I needed it for my mental health. And I really did know my body. But, you know, of course, everyone should be speaking with their medical team. Don't, don't go by what I did. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. Well, I mean, the usual, the thing in the UK, and I don't know if it's the same in the States, they usually say six weeks. Now, I don't know, uh, potentially the recovery time is longer. It's it's longer, I think, for C-sections, but equally not everyone is in in the fitness world. And also, yeah, it's, it's... Everyone recovers at a different rate, don't they? Even if you did have a vaginal birth, you may not be ready to work out after six weeks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So Robin, for people who haven't done much exercise before, are worried about not being fit enough, 
Could they start working out? You're saying they could start working out during pregnancy. They don't have to go and do the top spot race in Peloton. Would you Would you suggest starting with like those walking intervals, like you said? Find something that you enjoy, right? Yeah. So it shouldn't feel like a punishment, but knowing that it's beneficial for for, for yourself, for the baby, it, um, you know, lots of studies show that movement and working out, they, they recommend 120 minutes a week. I mean, that's, five times a week, 30 minutes, you know what I mean? So that's, yeah. that's, that's movement. And it's doesn't, it's not all necessarily easy workouts, right? So I, I would start with a conversational effort. So what, whether you're jogging, whether you're walking, whether you're on a bike, whether you're, you know, doing prenatal yoga, you want to be able to hold a breathy conversation, mm. right? So you might be speaking in choppy sentences. Like, so if you were talking to a girlfriend you, or you were singing your favorite song, you could sing along to the chorus, but you probably wouldn't want to like tell your life story, right? <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. want to be on this podcast right now, you know, during the workout. Yeah. So that's kind of the measure. And um, yeah, I, th- I, lo- I, I personally love interval work. I think that that's a great way. I also love strength work. Um, I think that that, you know, it's not as cardiovascular intensive. So folks who are new, as long as you are being, you know, following a program and really being trained in terms of form and core engagement and pelvic floor and moving from a place of stability and safety, I think strength work is amazing during pregnancy and it really makes you feel confident and empowered. Did you do yoga? Did you do pregnancy yoga? I did in the beginning, honestly, when I was feeling a little bit more crummy, I, there, I did um, some prenatal yoga with Kristen McGee at Peloton. And so those were the days that I was just like, let's just move. Like, let's just do something. And I had a 10 minute rule, which I created when I was in ultra when I did ultra marathons was the days when I felt so tired, like laid out that I just wanted, didn't want to do anything. I just told myself do 10 minutes of the workout and then you can always stop. And almost, I think probably a hundred percent of the time I would go longer than the 10 minutes. Cause once your body, once the blood gets flowing, you start to feel better. Like it really chemically changes, you know, how you feel. It's it, that, that's again, that kind of mental workout thing. I, you know, you, you say this on some of your workouts, you, and, and I think Tunde does too. Like it's that thing you get, you get past that threshold of you thinking you're, you're underneath the halfway mark. And then the second half is so much easier because you've got the endorphins, you've got, you know, all of it's flowing. So yeah, right. it's, it's fascinating, isn't it? Yes. I wanted to ask you about, nutrition did you change any of your nutritional needs or did you kind of succumb to those cravings if you had any you know I this is going to be the most boring answer but I eat really cleanly I'm a plant-based I'm vegan I'm plant-based I do no dairy no meat products no fish and uh but I already had a very I had a lot of protein in my diet already because Mm. I am an and there's no way to do hours of training a day without, you know, fueling yourself well. And thankfully I didn't have food aversions. I know, you know, some women have food aversions to like veggies and things like that. I still was able to eat my normal diet. And um, of course I, you know, I supplemented, I took my prenatals and all that, but we really just maintained our normal kind of flow. And I do credit that to feeling really good. Um, and, and of course I had moments, I mean, there, there was like, there were some nights that it was like, I'm just going to eat pizza right now. And I must eat pizza right now. Like it, (laughs) 
there will be a problem if I don't eat pizza right now. You know, so we definitely had some indulgent, you know, deliveries, you know, throughout the pregnancy, but um, food deliveries. But for the most part, I really did crave, you know, fruits and veggies. And that felt the, the best for me. Did you get any morning sickness or were you kind of all right? I have to say I didn't. I was one of those people who I, for the fatigue was the word. The fatigue was like by 2 p.m. I was like, did somebody run over me with a, a, a truck? That but first, yeah. morning sickness, I, I was okay. There were a few more mornings where I was queasy and I kind of fell in love with saltine crackers during that time, you know, just eating some crackers. But um, I was lucky, honestly. I was really, really lucky that first trimester. So lastly, what are your top tips for exercising during pregnancy, whether that's going on a bike, walking, swimming, yoga. Are there any top Robin Arzon tips that you can impart? Okay, so definitely incorporate the 10 minute a day rule. I like that. Even on the day when you are, you know, super sidelined, go for a walk for 10 minutes, put on your favorite podcast, you know, make it kind of your a little bit of an escape mm-hmm. from that constant mental loop of I feel like crap. Because <laughs> the more we tell ourselves that, the more we kind of reinforce, I think, that feeling. Um, the, the number one physical thing I would recommend that women prioritize is diaphragmatic breathing. It's also called 360 breathing. That breathing enables us to maintain core stability and, um, kind of alleviate the intra-abdominal pressure that happens as the belly gets bigger. So as your belly is growing outward, you have to have, um, you have to be more mindful of control inward. So I like to um, describe it as, as if somebody were, as you're exhaling, like you're blowing out birthday candles, imagine somebody were wrapping you in mummy tape or, or putting a corset around you. So we like to think of, um, you know, the six pack muscles, and that's what everybody talks about, you know, as related to core. Those are tr- pretty irrelevant during pregnancy because the baby's taking up that space and, and your belly is growing. But what you can continue to activate and what you should continue to activate is what's called the TVA. It's a, it's the transverse abdominis. It's called the, it's a corset muscle and it actually runs all around our rib cage. And, um, that 360 diaphragmatic breathing can take some practice, especially if you're not, you know, inclined to kind of that belly breath, but, uh, it's well worth it. And that same breath is what we can use not only to repattern postpartum, but to use during labor itself to actually kind of ride the surges, however you want to describe it. Um, it's, it's, it's all about the power of the breath. And um, that is the number one thing I recommend women do. And that actually is core work. Like that breath work is core work. So the mental shift that I think we need to make is that it's not always supposed to burn. Like you, sh- and not every workout needs to feel like, you know, you're on the cusp of dying. <laughs> you know, we kind of, Slowing down is a strength. I did realize that slowing down was a strength. Um, the third tip, so if it's the, the 10 minute rule, diaphragmatic breathing, the third tip is have a willingness to get sweaty. You know, although slowing down is a strength and we should always listen to how we're feeling, it's okay to push yourself enough where you're feeling like, oh, I'm sweating. Oh, I'm breathy. Like your, your endorphins and your survival instincts kind of kick in. And I think that that's really, really powerful. Again, those workouts don't need to be 60, 90, two hours. You can go for 10, 15 minutes, especially if it's interval work. It's not only time efficient, it's really, really good cardiovascularly. And as long as you're using that rate of perceived exertion, you know, living in that kind of six or eight out of 10, 
you could have a short choppy, you know, conversation, you're going to be well in control of yourself and do well. I'm 40 weeks plus two days and I haven't been for my daily exercise. I'm doing yoga at six, but I am now going to do the Robin Arsam way and I'm going to walk up my bloody hill and I'm going to <laughs> walk with some welly for the first minute and then I'm going to chill out and I'm going to do this because now you've just completely incentivized me this is what I need to do um thank you you are a queen that's incredible well I, I gotta get this damn baby out because I mean listen the baby's coming out one way or the other through the summary or I don't know out the door I don't know yet we'll, we'll see but yeah but listen Robin it's been such a pleasure to meet you and chat to you because I honestly have been so inspired doing your rides and it's it's really made me I mean I remember I was walking up this hill we were on holiday with my my husband and I was walking up at the same rate as like my mates and Sam my husband you know he he was like this is this is really impressive Jesse and I was like I think I've got Robin Arzon to thank for this this is interval training so thank you for letting me get up hills a little bit quicker, even at 40 weeks. Um, I really appreciate you giving us this time and I can't wait to do more rides sure. with you postpartum and, um, and, and muzzle off on your, on your beautiful baby. And um, yeah, at one point I will get to New York and I will come and do a New York ride in your studio. Oh, please. And it. yes, and I know everybody's enjoying the cla- the, the Jesse Wear AFO classes. So I mean, listen, I'm usually <laughs> the cool down girl, but like I'm really I'm really touched that they managed. I, I mean, my last album, I, I really made it a bit more high energy so I could make it into like proper spin <laughs> classes rather than just the cool down. Um, but thank you, Robin. Thank you for doing this. Yes, of course. Best of luck to you and your beautiful family. Thank We're going to be sending you all the goddess energy. <laughs> Thank you so much to Robin for joining us, hopefully giving you those three tips. I haven't done any diaphragm work, so that I'm going to just breathe a lot now. Um, I hope that was helpful for you. I think that 10 minute rule is just, it's so easy. You could fit in 10 minutes into your day. So hopefully this has spurred you on to get out and go for a walk or get on a bike. If this isn't up your street, that's absolutely fine. We are also going to do a slightly more gentle approach to exercise all around yoga and visualization and kind of more mindfulness, I guess. So don't worry, you don't have to go and become an ultra marathon runner at six months pregnant. Don't worry about it. But I hope this has helped you uh, just see that you can do a little bit more than maybe you think you could or should. Thanks for listening and we'll see you for the rest of the episodes or for another bonus episode on exercise. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 